Welcome, friends. Lost Scarf here, and it's time for basically a podcast solo episode. So we're going to be doing these for a while. They'll be like maybe daily. I don't know. We'll see how they go. The idea behind us is well, I spent like a hundred something dollars on this podcast subscription. Not subscription. Um, hosting. It's a hundred something to have your podcast hosted. That's like the cheapest deal you can find. And uh, this was back in July when I did this. And unfortunately, I just haven't been getting guests for the show. So. May as well still use this and do something with it. So we're going to do this and talk about whatever's going on every so often. And yeah, it'll be like 10, 20 minutes and that'll be it. And it'll help me maybe collect my thoughts better for other things like the vlog. At least that's the hope there. But we'll see what it actually is. There's the thing. Like, I've talked crap about like how not everyone needs to put their opinion on everything. And here I am doing it myself because, well, I guess I'm a hypocrite on that. Actually, I don't know. I think... I'll put it out there, and if people want to hear it, they can hear it. If they don't want to hear it, then they don't have to hear it. That's how it is at the end of the day. Right now, I'm not found everywhere. i got to figure out why that is. I should be on iTunes eventually and on Google Play Music, and that should get me hosted on everywhere else. Usually, people actually pull from iTunes or there. They usually don't just pull from repository, which is a very odd thing, but that's uh, eventually the podcast will be everywhere, just like the Kirby podcast is. If you don't know about the Kirby podcast, somehow you found us. Uh, the Kirby podcast is all about Kirby. If you're a fan of uh, Kirby, not Jack Kirby, but the video game Kirby, uh, there you go with that. So what's the thing worth talking about right now? And I don't always want to talk about political things because politics just angers everybody. But I do want to talk about Gina Carano. Like, I feel like I want this thing to be talking about what's going on in culture right now and mostly pop culture, if I can help it. And Gina Carano is the thing to talk about at the moment, and then next time I'd want to talk about maybe the Snyder Cut, though I don't really care enough, but there are things worth talking about. But before we get into Gina Carano, real quick, if you are a poor person, or don't have much money, and don't have a problem with the Epic Store, they're giving away Halcyon 6. That's a really good game, you should pick it up, I love that game, so go ahead and go over there and get that. It's not a good, it's not a bad game, you should get it. So, Gina Carano, Gina Carano. It's a weird thing with Gina Carano and her character, Cara Dune. Now, the first thing I want to preface is, because I don't want to lose the people who are conservative and the people who are liberal. I don't lose anyone right away, at least. I grew up in a conservative family. They're still conservative. I've gone more from conservative more to, like, center-left. I'm not full liberal. I'm more center-left, I feel. Because I still have some things that I do like about uh, the right, and I mostly like things on the left. But I do have things on the left I do think about... As far as government stuff goes, as far as social views, I more agree on the left than the right. Now, Gina Carano got fired from Disney, and people are like, she got kicked out for her conservative views. And I gotta ask you, are they really conservative views? And if they are, then they're not exactly the best views anyway. Because she wasn't kicked out for believing in smaller government or, like, fiscal conservatism. She was kicked out for just really kicking a hornet's nest. That was a big mistake. If it was just the one post, I think they overdid it, but it's because of the things she's been doing the last couple of months that I understand. When you're an actor on a show that's as popular as The Mandalorian, what you do in your personal life is a bit of an ambassador for a brand. This is a thing that happens. If you're just causing too much trouble for the brand that you're representing by being an actor in their films or whatever, they're going to want to fire you or kick you out if they can because you're just giving them bad press. Sure, smaller people believe in bad press, bigger people do not believe in bad press. It's not a good thing. If it was just the one post about the Holocaust, I'd be like, okay, that's an innocent mistake. She's just getting a little too deep on this. She shouldn't get fired for that. But it's because of all the things she's been doing. So, here's the thing. I'm a very accepting person. She's done some transphobe stuff. I've seen it. 
Not a fan of that. That's like one ding right there. The second ding is the anti-masker stuff. Honestly, a big mistake we've done in America is politicize the virus. It should not be a political thing whatsoever. Wearing a mask is a responsible thing to protect each other. This isn't about fear, this is about responsibility. When the virus is framed as a fear thing, something we should be afraid of and try to protect ourselves from, that was the mistake because Americans believe in not living in fear. And because of that, we think not being afraid of the virus is the way to go, which is the dumbest thing we did because the virus is not a terrorist. The virus doesn't care about politics. It will kill us all. It doesn't care. It's our civic responsibility to protect each other by wearing masks. So being an anti-masker like Gina Carano is not the best move right there. Also get some backlash there. Gina Carano comes off as this very nice lady in public. She seems like a very nice person, and in the interview she's in, she seems genuinely very nice. But her views are unfortunately not the best. And so we come to this Holocaust thing. And I'll give you the quote uh, from her post itself, so you can hear what she said. Because some people, I think, are making assumptions. That is, she, re she wrote, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply by being, for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And I will argue there's a huge difference there. There's a very big difference there. And 2020 really showed us that big difference there. I watch all the news shows and everything, and there's a very big difference to, between how the police treated the BLM people and how police treated the anti-BLM people. There was a big difference there in how those protests were treated, and that is very unfortunate. There is a double standard there, and I don't really think the right's the ones who need to worry about getting rounded up in the streets. I really don't think they do. But it's a bit far to go with the Holocaust, because that's not the case we're in here. The Jews were the minority. There were only about 500,000 Jews in Germany when this was all going down. There's a, we're like half and half right now in America. It's not that case. We're not in that spot. It's a very poor decision by Gina Carano to do that. It's a very big mistake. Shouldn't have done that, because the Holocaust is kind of a sacred thing. You don't really, you should not be using that for hyperbole. You really should not. And so she put herself in a bad spot. She's not being anti-Semitic. I think she's just, it's a faux pas. It's just a mistake, and she just made too many mistakes. This was the last straw, and that's what got her out. It's not because of just this post. This is the last straw. I don't think it's anti-Semitic in any way. I don't think that's the argument to make. I think she's just put her foot in her mouth way too many times. And that's unfortunate. I like Cara Dune. Now, a weird thing is how the right has treated Cara Dune and Gina Carano. The right, when Cara Dune showed up, the right, all the, all the websites were just very much anti-SJW. They saw her as an SJW symbol. They really hated Gina Carano's character. They hated her. It's ridiculous how much of a backlash there was on the right. And if you don't remember that, where were you? Those exact same websites are now reacting to her getting fired, acting like this is an attack on the right, that this is an attack on a conservative person. They're really mad she's fired now. It's very weird to see them flip like that. It's extremely odd for that. In the end, it's just reporting to get views for some of those websites after all anyway. But it's just, she just made a poor judgment call there and she got fired for it. Now she's going to do a film with Ben Shapiro and everyone's acting like that's a big step up. That's not in any way a big step up. One of these is Disney, the other one is Ben Shapiro. One of these pays a lot more money than the other. Very unfortunate. So, it's, it's, it's just, that's just an unfortunate thing with, with Gina Carano. Um, people are acting like conservatives are just getting fired left and right and getting back, blacklisted. No, they're not. There's a lot of conservatives in Hollywood. It's very odd to assume that... Hollywood is liberal as balls. 
There's plenty of liberalism there, but there's a lot of conservatives there as well. Who is Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood is a big-time Republican dude, and you're telling me Hollywood is is super liberal when you got Clint Eastwood, who's one of the most biggest legends of all time? you got John Wayne. You've got well, freaking the president, Ronald Reagan. You're going to tell me Hollywood is just this liberal elite place when you've got some very big actors that are also conservative? Look at Chris Pratt. Is he ever going to not be doing movies? He's very conservative as well. It's weird to make these arguments that aren't true in any way. I, I don't like the facetiousness of it. I don't like it. don't like it at all. No sir, not one bit. Now, moving away from Gina Carano, let's talk about some lesser things and then we'll be done with that. These are things from last week. Uh, just want to talk about them real quick. Just start off this thing. It's Sunday. Oh, I didn't say it's the 14th. So it's Happy Valentine's Day. I am being the nerd talking about this instead of being on a date. How unfortunate for me. Let's talk about just random stuff from last week, and then that'll wrap this whole thing up. And then tomorrow I'll do stuff from this week. Powerpuff Girls. I watched this when I was a kid. They want to do a live action, uh, not remake, but like a live action, they're in their 20s now kind of thing. And that they just hated that their childhoods were used up by being heroes. Not a fan of this concept, especially because everything is getting made gritty in Riverdale. Not a fan of that. I don't really see that as a thing you should do with Powerpuff Girls. The Powerpuff Girls enjoyed being superheroes as children. They had a lot of fights, they had a lot of violence, and they enjoyed themselves a lot. Like, the the initial pitch on that just doesn't sound great to me. Now, if you have it that they're, well, they're in their 20s, they're still heroes, and that they have some feelings from the past, and sure, if they have a little PTSD, like one of the characters has PTSD, another one maybe just wishes they could go back to their childhood and do it over, maybe another one, it's maybe a mix of both of those things, just, they're adults now, so they're going to have some feelings about their childhood. If it's done in a mature way, not some silly gritty way, I think it could be a good story. It could be a very interesting story to hear how they feel about their past as they reflect on it. Now, if they just make it that they're just really whiny about it, then that's not going to be very a fun watch. It's not going to be very good, and I just wouldn't care. I would be very interested in a mature version of this story of them ex just exploring how they feel about their past, as they're still heroes being heroes. If they become crappy people uh, as 20-somethings, then it's a completely missed opportunity, because this could be a really good character exploration. It could really be good like that. And if they make the dad a abusive father then it's a waste of time. It's a complete waste of time, because he was a very loving father. Such a very rare thing to see in cartoons in general, is to see loving parents. It's very unfortunate. To make him an abusive father would be a complete just disservice to the Powerpuff Girls. The other thing from last week that people were talking about was they're going to do a, a solo Velma cartoon, I believe on HBO, because of how well Harley Quinn did. And Harley Quinn was entertaining. It was like Rick and Morty mixed with Venture Brothers. I found it very entertaining. It wasn't perfect, but it, it had a lot of fun parts to it. I mean, it wasn't great. It had a lot of parts, fun parts to it. Now, Velma Solo is weird because Velma's part of an ensemble. I don't see her being able to held, be held up on her own. She's my favorite character from the Scooby-Doo's crew, and maybe it'll work out, but I don't know. Oh, one other thing from the Epic Store. Kingdom Hearts is going to be on uh, is going to be on the Epic Store as an exclusive, which sucks. I, I don't like these exclusives on PC like this being spread up between stores. It's really annoying, but it is what it is. And if you want Kingdom Hearts, it's all going to be on there. There's your Faustian bargain. I'm not Faustian bargain. There's your monkey's paw. Kingdom Hearts is going to finally be on PC on the Epic Store. Woof. I think I'm good. I don't think I need to play them anymore. I'm good at stopping at Kingdom Hearts 2 on the PS2. I'm fine. The story was insane. It was silly. It was really a lot of nostalgia was really what I cared about. Growing, Being older now, I'm just like, I'm good. I don't need this silly nostalgia -ness. I don't really need it. I'm fine. Nostalgia I can be a sucker for, but I just... 
especially because I love Disney, but mm, not so great with that. And since we're talking about Disney, one more thing to end this all out on Disney is the unfortunateness that Disney has gotten rid of Blue Sky. That's 450 animators out of a job during a pandemic. That really sucks. I never really cared for their movies. I didn't care for robots. I didn't care for Epic. I didn't care for... Uh, I almost said some DreamWorks films. I don't really, I didn't really care for them. Like they're like third or fourth place as far as animation studios go. First place I feel is Pixar for me. Then maybe Disney Animation. DreamWorks has some really good stuff, but I put DreamWorks at third. Yeah, I put DreamWorks at third. And it's between Pixar and Disney for number one when it comes to animation movies. And every now and then some really good one comes out of nowhere, like Claws. Claws is a really good. I think my favorite Christmas movie now is Claws as far as animation goes. That's if you don't count, of course, The Nightmare Before Christmas as a uh, Christmas movie. <laughs> it's just unfortunate Disney's firing people. You get it, they gotta cut some of their fat off, um, especially during this pandemic, they're not making as much money. Did you know, 40-50% to 50 of Disney's money every year is from their parks. I did not know that. As much money as they're making off Marvel and Pixar and all their other movies, they make the most money from their parks. It's amazing. Ridiculous. Their films are only like 20-30%. It's crazy. Their cruises make them a lot of money, which is surprising because cruises, I don't know how the hell they make the money they make, really. So that's everything. Uh, that's from this last week, whatever random stuff. Uh, just saying it all now on this Sunday. I don't know if I release this tonight or in the morning. Then I got to hurry and get my applications in for uh, iTunes and such so that people can find these easily. I'll be naming these episodes like S1 for Solo and S for going on from there. Well, regular numbered ones will be for the interviews or just talking with friends about topics. I feel that's what we're going to do there. And for tomorrow's recording, uh, there's two things at the moment to talk about. There's talking about filler, and then there's also talking about um, the Snyder Cut. And that should be an interesting thing to talk about. So there you go. That right there is the first solo, basically, a podcast. I had fun talking. Hope you have fun listening. And that's what's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time.